Welcome to the Fundraising Leadership Mini Podcast, where we share tips to empower leaders in the nonprofit world. I'm Margaret Katzkan, and I'm here with my friend and partner and teammate, David Langiuli. Hey, David. Hey, Margaret. And we are in our continuing quest to identify all of these shady guys and girls, the um, the saboteurs. And today we are going to talk about the pleaser. The pleaser. The pleaser. <laughs> you can please some of the people some of the time, but you can't please all the people all the time, Margaret. <laughs> that is that is true. So let's talk about the pleaser. It's it's you know kind of what it sounds like, right? Pleasers are the people whose um, whose saboteur has them always prioritizing other people's needs over their own. Who who have a feeling of tap dancing, right? Like no confrontation, being nice, being helpful, um, and you know, and on the inside there is this like like it's a it's a very high energy. Uh, to to constantly be in service of other people. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we find um, a lot of fundraisers have this saboteur and really have a hard time seeing how this is a problem. Right. How is it a problem if I'm nice to people, David? Exactly. How is that a problem? <laughs> it, it, yeah. yeah, I would say... Being nice is not a problem. Uh, <laughs> and that's so long. all the saboteurs too, right? Yeah, like yeah. They're not all pathological behaviors. Exactly. There's yeah. strength in being nice, you know, and being right. ca- kind and gentle. Empathic. Empathic. Uh, all, so mm-hmm. all of these things come from a place of strength at some point in your life. Yes, of course, you want to be nice and kind and gentle and pleasing and have a pleasing personality until you get to a point in your life where you cannot utter a simple two-letter word which is now i'm going to invite margaret to utter this word because she has a strong pleaser so let's get it out of the get it out no 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 exactly yeah yeah there are a few there are a few places where the pleaser really um you know shines as a saboteur right where we leave the realm of just being nice to people and where it becomes you know problematic and Mm -hmm. um i would say if we are in the place where and this i should use the i statement because you know this was certainly my experience but i think that it's you know when when i was in my pleaser mode, I believed that I was unlikable and unlovable if I mm-hmm. wasn't in service of people, that if I said no, or if I gave somebody negative feedback, or if I spoke up for myself and caused a problem that, you know, that was it, people would just, you know, be done with me. So that's, that's, I think, a pretty dangerous realm of the pleaser. It, it a, is. And it's, it's um, what I notice when not so much with you because I know you've been working on this saboteur for quite a while uh, but uh, when I'm around other um, fundraisers or nonprofit leaders who have a strong pleaser they come off to me as inauthentic yeah yeah like, I think that's right 
Like it doesn't feel, well, it's not propelled from a place of authentically wanting a gift, right? It's propelled instead by a place of wanting to be liked. And the other place where you can smell something that's off, I think, is there's a lot of what I would call give to get energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I do think one of the, one of the, again, the trouble areas of people who give, 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 give is that they actually also often expect for other people to treat them back this, those same ways. So they're not giving just because giving is a gift. You know, I'm not cooking you dinner because I feel like cooking you dinner. Like in my mind, you're going to owe me dinner tomorrow night. You know, I think there's that gift to get energy. That's tricky. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, this for that as opposed to just giving right or you know if i'm really nice to you then you're going to be really nice to me conditional it's conditional it's it's very conditional yeah right right so the other thing i notice in my so just for everyone in the audience you know we're talking about these uh, accomplished saboteurs from uh, our positive intelligence program and uh, the pleaser is one of them and we all have these sort of behaviors or thought patterns, uh, habits of mind to some degree or another. I don't score high on, on pleaser, but I have it in me, just like every one of these other um, um, sort of uh, behaviors. And what I notice is when, when I say yes to stuff that I really want to say no to because I'm trying to please someone, or especially with my teammates at fundraising leadership, you know, I'll, I'll say yes to stuff because I really do like them and I really do want to be helpful. I resent the shit out of it afterwards. I get resentful. I'm like, why did I say yes to that? I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. And I you think know? for people who are truly pleaser, that's certainly the behavior, but the resentment is, um, it's a little bit more subterranean. You know, it's um, because they didn't feel like saying no was a choice where I think, you know, maybe the difference for people who don't have pleaser, they might act in pleaser mode sometimes, but they are better at deploying no or better at looking at things through that lens of like, you know, that should have been a no. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the true pleaser mode, you just feel yucky. You don't even yeah. necessarily have the words to say, right. like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that or not, or I certainly shouldn't have said yes to that. That's not part of the vocabulary when the pleaser has has deeply, you know, embedded its claws into you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a and, feeling. And I am aware that in the realm of fundraising, we're in the business of yes. And I'm also aware uh, that that yes can get you into trouble with donors and get your organization into trouble. So what do you think I mean by that, Margaret? Yeah, well, I think we, um, you know, we overcommit to things that we can't deliver on sometimes exactly. or say yes to a gift. And then, um, you know, we've seen this over and over again with groups we've worked with where a fundraiser says yes, and then they come back and their, you know, their boss says like, we can't do that. Or their department exactly. says, no, we don't have the technology or we, you know, and now you're in the terrible position for a pleaser of having to go back and walk it back. Right. Yeah. Ah! Or you say <laughs> yes to a gift. And and you actually accept the gift, but you have not thought through the impact of that gift on the organization, like the negative impact. Like it might cost you more money (laughs) to implement what you just accepted a gift for than the gift 
the value of the gift. Right. And then everybody is disappointed, right? Including oh, your yeah. donors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the lies, one of the lies of the pleaser saboteur. It's very short-sighted, you know, mm-hmm. and that it's better to say yes in this moment. There's probably a little avoider mixed in there, right? Like if I say yes now and I'll just figure it out later, but there's right. really, the pleaser doesn't enable us to get up a little higher and say, I, there is no way to actually deliver on this yes. And then I'm going to cause people to be angry and upset with me later. The pleaser mm-hmm. doesn't let us see that. Well, I like what you're saying. I, I do think that, you know, and we've talked about this on other many podcasts that um, these accomplished saboteurs uh, collude with the judge, which is the master saboteur, and they collude with the, each other. And I, I like what you're saying about the avoider and the pleaser um colluding because i i think some of the pleasing behavior does come from a wanting to avoid conflict right absolutely i think the pleaser you know that deeply wanting to be liked can't contain you know discord or people being angry at you because the pleaser believes that if somebody is angry with you that they don't like you right the pleaser doesn't have the um you know, wow, there's conflict in relationships and a relationship can be a container to hold conflict and that sometimes conflict leads to love, right? Or understanding or ahas, the pleaser, mm, nope, 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 nope. No, it's very binary. People love me or they don't. If they're mad at me, they're not loving me. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Pretty, yeah. I cannot, I have to hustle for, I have to hustle for love. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I have right. to I have to say yes to everything. That that's the hustle, because once you say yes to everything, you have to hustle then to deliver on all that, yeah. uh, and that's exhausting. And yeah. if I don't hustle for my worthiness, then no one will love me. Yeah, and, and you know, as a person who, as you say, I've spent a lot of um, time and effort in the past couple of years taming this saboteur in me, and. You know, I didn't actually keep all the people. I lost some people who really mm-hmm. only did love my pleaser. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's actually important to be a little bit honest about because, mm-hmm. but at the end, you know, do I, did I need those people? Were they really serving me? Probably not. But that doesn't mean that it isn't hard to shake things up as we, you know, try to, try to right size these saboteurs. Well, yeah, I, I, there is, uh, I like what you're saying there, Margaret. I think, um, I believe you're better off for, uh, you know, not having those relationships in your life. And it's still hard when relationships come to an end. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Concur. And I'm not sure if other saboteurs, I'm not sure that that experience is parallel. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. But I can, so, you know, friendship. You know, for empaths, um, you and I are highly empathic people. We score super high on uh, Dr. Judy Orloff's empath quiz. And we long for and appreciate intimate relationships with other people. Um, And when the pleaser gets in there, I think there's a setup for this kind of, uh, there's this longing for this kind of relationship. And so that may be an origin 
for this kind of pleasing behavior. And it's not always helpful because other people are not as interested in that intimate, empathic type relationship like we are. They're more transactional. And I think when, you know, when we are truly in pleaser mode, intimacy isn't real. Right. It's, no, that's it's right. Pretend. It's inauthentic. It's, in, right. it's unauthentic, right? Yeah. If you make somebody love you while you're tap dancing, it doesn't mean they're going to love you when you, you know, sit down, right? <laughs> I'm so glad I can't tap dance, metaphorically <laughs> or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm hanging up my tap shoes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. That's a good place for us to, to yeah. end on, guys. If you really want to hang up your <laughs> pleaser tap shoes, then register yourself into the uh, Positive Intelligence uh, coaching program. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. We'll also uh, provide a link to the one-page description of the pleaser uh, so that you can, if you have a sense that you have some plea, and you kind of know I don't think this one is a big surprise to people. Right. This is not the big surprise. So uh, take a look at that and, you know, reach out to one of us if you if you want some coaching help in the you will be become more free of this. You will be uh, have more energy. You will still have friends. We promise you will still have friends and those friends will be and those friendships like those relationships will be more meaningful to you yeah when the pleaser goes away something far more compelling emerges Mm -hmm. i think that's true yeah thanks david thanks margaret this mini podcast is brought to you by fundraising leadership we provide unique coaching and training programs that powerfully transform how you work in order to get results. Please subscribe if you haven't already. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're enjoying this show, you can help us continue to bring thoughtful content with a one-time contribution. This supports our production costs and keeps the show ad-free. If you make a contribution today using the link in the show notes, you will receive one or more of our highly acclaimed online courses, which are super cool. Now, go put it into practice. Yeah.